Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Zone Time. I'm Julian. Justin Cuthbert is here. Sam Chang is here. Omar is also here. I don't have a leaf joke to make. So let's just go to the Battle of Alberta. Let's yeah, just get that out the way. There, there are no leaf jokes to make because the leafs aren't out. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not in. They are out. They, they're not in. They're, they're, oh. they're, very, no, they're, they're, they're very not in. That was a great slip. Oh, that ended up being a lot worse than I intended it to yeah. be. Yeah. There's the joke. There it is. Oh. I feel like the last, like, I feel like the last, like, four episodes has been like one moment where like like the show just goes off the rails awesome it's okay also shout out to sam for rocking the biggie shirt uh this weekend uh, the notorious big would have been 50 years old uh if you were still with us uh still one of the greatest to ever do it and shout out to sam uh for paying respect to game i didn't realize you're a biggie fan yeah i you know what Sorry, this is like a totally off track comment, but please go I, ahead. I pulled I pulled a Julian today and I got the hurdle on the first try. Yes. 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 Are you guys up on hurdle? That's like my favorite game to play right now. Listen, that's because you're good at it. No, I yeah, thank you. Yes. Stuff. I stopped all that stuff. I used Why'd to you like, stop? I, I I was an every morning wordle person, man. Like like every day doing it, trying to get it. And then one day, the first try, I got well, I got what? What's the math? I got four out of five letters. And then every single attempt, wrong, 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 X out of six, done. I'm done. I I have not picked it up since. But Hurdle is actually like, it's more fun than Hurdle. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, like, I don't know how I didn't see your thread before, but you were outrageously good at it. Like, it's weird. I I don't, I mean, like there's some days I miss and there are some days I genuinely just like, I, I can't get it and I can't be out here like posting all of my failures and getting shame there was like one week like one one day like i did it and like i got like the second beat and like dom the shizid was all like man how did you not get on the first one and i'm not trying to have dom and all of his people <laughs> shame me so that like kind of scared me off from posting it every single day but when i do get it right and it is often enough uh i will post it love you dom uh justin do you partake in these uh these fun games wordle hurdle is there a, uh, a I've, I've, tri- I've, I've tried Gordle. I've tried Worldle, which is hard to say, but it was countries. That was very discouraging because I did not do well on that. Uh, but I, yeah, I was doing it every day and playoffs. It all fell off. It all fell off for me. I wouldn't do That's well like, at Hurdle though. 
Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm maybe. not up on it. I guess I don't know. I mean, I I don't really know your music taste to that point, but I guess we can go in and on that on another podcast. I guess maybe the Yahoo Sports Hockey podcast. But uh, <laughs> you did mention playoffs. It's a good segue to keep us back on track because the NHL playoffs are on right now, and the Battle of Alberta is taking place. And as we're recording, the Edmonton Oilers have a two-one series lead on the Calgary Flames. And uh, well, uh, I have to admit, I look. Connor McDavid, he's doing his thing, and I want to talk about Connor McDavid. I just want to mention, though, I, I have to say, I, I will give them their props because we thought they needed goaltending. Mike Smith looks like he's the best goaltender in this series. We thought they were going to need more help. They looked like they, all they really did was sign Evander Kane, and that's still not an easy topic to deal with at all. But the Oilers have a series lead, so I will, I will just say I will give them their props. It is a long series. I still think it's going to be a long one but I just want to give them their props. But we have to give Connor McDavid his props too, because he is going on God mode. He's like, what, 23 points in like 10 playoff games. It's absurd. He's literally taking over games. Dude, it, 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 is, it is absurd what he's been able to do with the Edmonton Oilers. And we need Connor McDavid like this. We praise him on this show so much. We need mm-hmm. him to do this. Omar, do you, I, want, to, do you want to take the, go in yeah, on this? Yeah, I just want to say like one thing. Go on. Um, I... I'm so disappointed in the Calgary Flames. I am, man, that first game, nine to six. <laughs> blow, like, 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 like what? Okay. Any, anytime we talk about Calgary, they, we, we focus on what? What? It's a Daryl Sutter team. They'll score two on you. Lock it down. I'm watching game one. They're up five, one. I'm like, okay, game over. It's done. And then like, Edmonton keeps crawling back and crawling back. And yeah, granted, Calgary won that game. But like I think like that, the way that game went, I don't I don't know, man. I think it I think it really did shake something within the team. Not not to say like you know that that, that they're gonna lose or, or whatever, but I think that was the game that even though Edmonton lost, I think it was a game that Edmonton kind of needed. Because again, like that is usually the narrative when you're facing a, a Daryl Sutter coach team. If you if they score three goals on you, it's game over. So the fact that it was 5-1 and Edmonton was able to battle back to an extent and tie the game at one point, and now you're seeing how these these last two games are going, you know, McDavid is, is Mc, Connor McDavid is not real, and I will refuse to admit that Connor McDavid is real until I have the pleasure of meeting Connor McDavid and saying, oh, okay, you're Connor McDavid. I wouldn't say that. I'm, and I'm very, he won't win the Hart Trophy yeah. this year because he didn't score 60 goals. Let, okay, let, listen to me, man. We, we've, it's we've the truth. This, it's we, the truth. We have, Connor McDavid we, is going have, through the have, best season have, he's ever had in his we, career. We, he is going off on the Calgary Flames. There is a very Julian, good chance. Julian, Julian, the, the, the Leafs are not in the playoffs. The Leafs are not in the playoffs anymore. To the let NHL awards, let us have Connor one. McDavid let, let, could Julian. be in a conference final against the Colorado Avalanche, playing out of his mind. And what are we going to do? Give the Hart Trophy to Austin Matthews because he scored 60 goals in a season. Fine, baby, much deserved. But how we go feel when we see Connor McDavid balling out like he's done all year, but Austin Matthews gets the heart trophy. I just want to point that out. That's not me hating. No, no, again, Austin Matthews deserves it, but I'm just saying. Here's the thing. It's going to look funny to me. Here's the thing, man. You are 1,000% right. Thank you. However. Thank you. What do you mean, however? However. However. I know I'm right. Listen, listen, listen. Let me have something 
Okay, right. let me have right. something. All right, you're gonna do your whole I'm, little. Let I'm you have something. I'll let you go off true. for two minutes. It's true. I'm I'm watching. I, look, it's fine. Fine, fine. Walk away. It's okay. You're just gonna say say all the stuff and walk away. It's okay. Fine. Listen, man. We are an- another year where the least should have done something and they didn't. So all we have to hold on to are the individual things. And damn it, if that if Austin Matthews winning the heart, if that could be the one ray of positivity, cool, that's fine. Not to say that Connor McDavid, you know, does, doesn't deserve the heart. And to be honest, I think that's just, you know, the nature and the culture around the award itself. Because based off the definition, it should be Connor McDavid every single year. But it's not. Justin brought this up a couple episodes ago. Usually, like, we focus on narratives. And the narrative the entire year was Matthews, you know, breaking the single-season scoring record, scoring 60 goals. That's huge. That's that's awesome. See, it's funny. Like, we're supposed to talk about Edmonton. We started talking about the Leafs. Anyway, back to the main point. Shocked that I'm surprised at, at Calgary and how, they've, how they haven't really looked as secure as they were before. But you know what? All credit to, uh, to Edmonton. All great choice. Infinity Gauntlet, that's a, sol- that's a solid story. I actually whipped out some of my old comic books um, and been reading them a lot. House- Brian Michael Bendis, Jonathan Hickman, solid. If, 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 if anyone here is, is listening to like, is, is into comic books and you want to find some authors, Jonathan Hickman, Brian Michael Bendis, top tier writers. Um, but yeah, so I guess, I guess the, the next game I think will be huge uh, for Calgary as far as how they respond. Okay, you can put down your comic book, Julian. I actually think, I mean, props to the Edmonton Oilers, but I feel like, I feel like game one geared us up for this, like epic, crazy battle. And I was personally hoping for more, more of the Brady cam. Um, but Mm. I think the biggest shock to me so far has been how ordinary Jacob Markstrom has looked after an incredible regular season. Like he does not look anything like regular season, Jacob Markstrom. And I have no idea what's going on there, but that's, you know, if he can't pull it together, that's a huge problem for Calgary. Yeah. Well, Connor McDavid is like stealing his soul every game. Like there's there've been like two, two games where like McDavid has like walked in and tight and like beat him out hard. So, like, it's definitely tough on that aspect. Uh, Kath, do you have any? Uh, I'm sorry for the uh, the little tantrum I just put on there. No, I mean, I, I'm going to go back at you for a second here. Uh, you're wrong. Austin Matthews is the deserved Hart Trophy winner. Yes. Austin, <laughs> Connor McDavid. <laughs> Connor McDavid could win the Con Smythe Trophy, regardless of how the Oilers finish, because he's been so good in the playoffs when in reality, during the middle of the season when Dave Tippett was still the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, the Oilers and their superstars weren't playing very well. They weren't playing. They were not. Tippett. And for that reason, it was his best season, but statistically or by rate or whatever, it wasn't his best season. His best season was last season. He won the Hart Trophy unanimously. So Austin Matthews still deserves the Hart Trophy, in my opinion. I just want to say, oh. I just want to say, I just want to say, I'm not saying Austin doesn't deserve the Hart Trophy. I'm just saying it's going to look very funny if Connor McDavid gets to the third, gets to whatever, uh, if he's still sure. in the playoffs and we're doing the NHL awards and he, and Austin Matthews gets the heart trophy and Connor McDavid just sitting there, it's going to look funny. And someone, not me, someone is going to be like, well, why didn't he get it? Someone is going to make a stink of it. It's he going to get be it because hard. he would wear like hockey laces as his belt to the NHL awards. And that was terrible. So disqualified oh, on that basis. Why, why would you that. do that? That looked so bad. What? I need to look that. Why yeah, would you, you do that? that? You didn't see that? You're a grown man going to an NHL award ceremony. You're wearing shoelaces as belts? Who was that? Connor McDavid. Yeah. What? Good times. 
good times. It's oh, tough. Okay. All right. Well, maybe I have to rethink I, that statement I did. Go ahead, Cuthbert. I will say though, Connor McDavid is dominating a playoff series like no other player in the league can. Like yeah, this is 100%. not a possibility for anyone else to do what McDavid is doing versus Calgary. But there are certain reasons why. Like Austin Matthews got to play the Tampa Bay Lightning and Connor McDavid's getting to play the Calgary Flames without their best defenseman and against Eric Goodbranson on the top pairing and Nikita Zadorov playing major minutes and Michael Stone getting in the lineup. I mean, this has been all set up, laid out for Connor McDavid to feast and he's taking advantage of the opportunity that's in front of him. No one could do what he's doing right now, but he is in a perfect position to do what he's doing right now. And he deserves all the credit in the world. I love seeing it. There's no one more excited about watching meaningful playoff games involving Connor McDavid than me, but the situation does cater to him right now. And he's taken advantage of it. It's time for Daryl Sutter to earn that Jack Adams. If you want to talk about uh, awards and do something to try and stop what is happening right now, which is the Edmonton Oilers taking complete control of this series. Yeah. That's true. Okay. I damn you and your logic. Damn you and you making right. sense about that. But yeah, just damn you. Okay. <laughs> damn okay, you. So what I so what I said didn't make any sense. It's fine. That's cool. I didn't. I never said that. I was just acknowledging <laughs> Cuthbert at his point. It's not always about you, Omar. I know. I know. I have to have. I have to have. The it's always about the Leafs, though. Little mini victory. Yeah. Clearly, you make it. Found a way to make it all about the Leafs when they are not in the playoffs. Technically, you made it about the Leafs. Stop that. No, no, <laughs> stop, stop it. One of stop the first, it. the what the episode started with a pause and paraphrasing. I don't have a joke about the Leafs. I don't today. like the fact that my panelists are turning on me this week. I do not appreciate this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, but, uh, but, but go yeah, ahead. like going back to that series, it, it's and it's funny because like uh I don't know, I, I guess it was after the game, but Matthew Matthew Kachuk's uh, um quote which is along the lines of like, you know, when you have like one guy playing half of the game or something. So like, they know, like they know what we know and that McDavid is freaking taking control. So to Justin's point, it's just like, okay, Daryl Sutter and the rest of the coaching staff. Okay. You're, you don't, you don't have your best defense in right now. Jacob Markstrom, you know, is, you know, to Sam's point, doesn't look as great as he did in the regular season. What can we do? Because if things continue like this, then you're going to lose the series, man. And as we talked about before, before the playoffs, like the playoffs are high stakes for the flames, considering all the changes that could happen in free agency. So they really, really need to, you know, kind of make a plan and decide like, how are we going to be able to, you know, to contain economy David though, for the next, these next stretch of games. Another thing too. And I, I know I rip on him a lot. I got mm-hmm. props to Leon Dreisaitl, man. I'm so I'm so surprised, considering like considering what the injury was or what the talk of the injury was. Like seeing him like play, it's like it's wild. It's wild to see that. So like props to him as well. Like you know, the, like those two players that like, they're being there, they're the team's best players. And you know, goes to show what happens. That wasn't a. Yeah, that I just want to say with the but yeah. That's fine. I just want to say with the Flames. Uh, yeah, good luck trying to find a way to contain Connor McDavid. But uh, we're not talking about a team that has just 15 and 20 goal scorers on their team. They have three 40 goal scorers on one line. So those three, I'm looking at you, Elias Lindholm, Johnny Gaudreau, and Matthew Kachuk. Y'all need to wake up and score some goals. I mean, it's not easy to do. Uh, if it was easy, we'd all be doing it. But the Calgary Flames, if they want to win game four, which is still possible. Remember, yep. we, we went on that whole McDavid 
tirade just now the flames were one win away from just kind of putting bed to all of that and just making this a series again uh but it's going to start with those three players in particular i think all right uh do we have anything we want to add on the battle of alberta before we address bottle gate we talk about how jordan bennington throwing a water bottle is childish to say petulant and stupid like are you kidding me like not even during the game like i kind of like Look, I kind of understand throwing a water bottle during the game. Like, I yes. it would still be childish, but I get it. But, like, from, from what I understand, he would have had to leave the Blues area and cross over to where the Avs are in order to be able to throw a water bottle at Nazem Kadri in the middle of his press conference. Like, that is, that's not just childish. That's actually just unprofessional. Like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's thank Sam. Like that's that's not that's the thing that's not being talked about enough. It's it's unprofessional. Like and what did was was the timing perfect? Like was Jordan Bennington just like going on a stroll and just like oh look, it's Nazem Kadri doing an interview and look there's a water like was it just by chance or was this or was this planned? Was this calculated? And yeah, like man, like I I know I know we give the league league a lot of a lot of crap for like fines and stuff. That's one thing I, I was surprised, like nothing came out of it. Like, and even though, yes, in hindsight, fines don't do much, but like, you gotta at least just, at least just have something on the books to say like, hey, you can't do that. Right? Like, you, you can't, <laughs> you cannot do that. You can't walk up, you can't walk into an area where a player is doing, a player is doing an interview with ESPN, NHL, and TNT, and chuck a freaking bottle at him while he's answering a question. Like, and then all the other stuff afterwards, like, I get, we'll talk, we'll talk about that after the fact, but like, as yes. far as that interview right there, like, it's embarrassing. I'd, I'd be embarrassed for joining Bennington. I mean, like you think about the fact that when, you know, we all, we laugh at this, it, it was entertaining, but John Tortorella, when he was the coach of Canucks going to the Calgary Flames dressing room and that like brouhaha in the hallway, he was suspended for 15 days. Like mm-hmm. to me, you know, sure. He didn't start. A melee, but he threw something in the middle of a press conference. Like that's your, that's your broadcaster. That's something that's shown everywhere. Like, how do you just not address it at all? Can I, can I offer a rebuttal to this? Like, I know the water bottle was thrown. It's not conclusive to me that that water bottle hit Nazem Kadri. He still threw it out. Oh, no, that's still very... Yeah, he missed. Oh, he yeah. missed. Actually funnier. Whatever. It's funnier yeah. that way. And so because he missed, I don't think it's worth... I think fighting it might be a little much. I think Jordan Bennington should at the very least live with the embarrassment of knowing that he did that childish thing and get roasted for it, which might not necessarily hit his wallet but this as is much, the same guy like, who like try, tries to fight other players all the time. It's like constantly restrained by the referees. Mm-hmm. And then Just another thing- the fake this, tough guy for It's gotta stop. It's but embarrassing. Another, I agree. Yeah, and another thing too, like, do you like, are you punishing the fact that it did that it happened or the fact that there was an attempt? Like, I don't think that should really change anything. Like whether the bottle hit him or not, he threw the flipping bottle at him during and while he was doing a, an interview like that in and of self, like regardless of the fact that it made contact or whatever that in and of itself, I think needs to be talked about, needs to be discussed. The team could easily discipline its guy too. Yep. Maybe you don't even need to have it led to the league. If I'm a guy on a team, I'm like, dude, you can't be doing that to other teams players, but 
Yeah, but this I'm is not... a team that's response from its head coach is no comment to yeah. threats made against Kadri. So I don't know what we expect from the Blues. That is very true. They, they seem to have each other's back before uh, anything else, including morality. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do find it very entertaining when Jordan Biddington makes a mess of himself and dunks on himself, basically. Like this guy is like the most laughable at human in the NHL, I think. Like he's just... He's a complete mess and it's kind of entertaining, but I, I don't think they should necessarily add something to the rule book that says you can't throw a water bottle at someone while they're doing an interview, but there should probably be some sort of conduct in place here. There probably should have been a fine because it's just stupid over anything. And it's clearly something that they shouldn't be condoning. And if you don't punish it, I guess in some ways you do condone it, but uh yeah, I, I mean, I think it's ultimately pretty harmless. Uh, I do like Sam's thought about like how the mechanics of this happened. Like, was he in the dressing room on the trainer's table and someone said, hey, Kadri's doing an interview with TNT. And he's like, what? <laughs> is he? And then he just grabs whatever is, is there for him and uh, in front of him and whips it across the room and hits like the bottom of the camera or the light beside mm-hmm. Kadri. Like, it's just, I don't know. He's... It's an embarrassing person doing an embarrassing thing. I don't think it's much more than that. Sam, you brought up uh, there were uh, threats made at Nazem Kadri. I know Peter Baum, my colleague at The Athletic, has been on top of that. Uh, not to make this a little bit more serious, but this is something we absolutely have to talk about with regards to Nazem Kadri. Absolutely. Uh, we, like, fans be better with that sort of stuff here. You know, I, I don't think Nazem meant to get run into Jordan Bennington like that and to have it get to a point where people are threatening him online. I think that's disgusting. And yeah, I, I expressed some disappointment as well. And Craig Berube just offering no comment. I think there's an opportunity for you, even if that is not your guy to say that you're not for guys getting any type of online and, or, or just any type of uh, verbal abuse or anything like that. There was an opportunity for him to at least say, he, you know, I'm not for that. And for him to just be like, no comment. Like, I, I just thought that was a little bit disappointing. I get that's not his guy, but I think Craig Berube there, that was a little bit disappointing just to kind of see from a distance. Yeah. I think when I, you're I was okay, you go Sam. I think when you're at the point where it's not it's not it's not just a matter of online abuse and like racially motivated comments towards Kadri, which you know, his wife and other players have said he's constantly been the subject of throughout his career. Mm-hmm. I think when you're at the point where the blues organization and the St. Louis police are involved, where they're the Avalanche have to get special protection for their team. I think it's embarrassing that Craig Berube said no comment. It doesn't Mm. take a lot for you to say it is unacceptable for anyone to make those kinds of threats directed toward a player over a hockey game. Like we can debate all day, whether or not Kadri meant to run into Bennington. I don't, I don't think so. I think Rosen knocked him off and I think it was accidental, but even if it were intentional, okay. Like Tom Wilson does stuff like that all the time. Players do stuff like that all the time. It happens. There is no point where it is appropriate for anyone to make any kind of threat of personal safety against a hockey player over a hockey game. It's absurd. Like, get some help. Yeah, honestly, like there's, there's, there is no excuse or no situation where anyone should be subjected to threats or, or racially motivated language, like at all. And same thing. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's the playoffs. You know, you want to focus on your own team, but that's, I, there are, there are 
when anytime something along this ilk or along in this category happens in the NH in the NHL, I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. You know, this one, I don't know why. This one surprised me. I'm not gonna lie. I was actually I was actually taken aback when you just full on full on said no comment. No one's no one's asking you to, to, to write a eulogy. No one's asking you to, to to talk about the hit or or whatever. Like like by commenting on this, like no one's saying that like oh okay well you're on cab you side or whatever. Or like this is this goes beyond hockey. This is a human being who's being subjected to the to these things. I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, hey St. Louis Blues fans or like you know you know fans that we want following this organization. We don't want people who are doing these type of things. Yes, games get heated or whatever, whatever. But like this goes beyond hockey and this is a person, this is a human being who shouldn't be subjected to that type of stuff. I think just taking the, the, the no comment, it's, it just, and man, it, it bothers me so much because any, any, anytime, anytime things happen, anytime something happens, you always have organizations who say like, oh, you know, we need to do better to make sure that these things are, are not in a place in hockey or not in a place in our society. And then when you have opportunities to do that, the bare minimum, bare minimum, like he doesn't want to do it. So again, I, I know, I know people will say, oh, he's focusing on the playoffs. He's focusing on the game, whatever. But I think we've seen many instances of where f- only focusing on the game and not, and not focusing on the more important things have led to a lot of things. So this isn't an area where you can just focus on the game. And I think it's, it's embarrassing is, is, is a word that I'll use, but I, I, the the feeling I have towards this is so much more than that. Yeah. It was the wrong time to stay inside your bubble. If you're Craig Berube, like, and that says it like, that's the bare minimum, but I, I don't mean to pass the buck here. I mean to like spread it out and St. Louis PR team, like, what are you guys doing? I mean, clearly Barube is not really connected to what's happening on social media and all that. I don't expect him to be doing that, but he should have been informed here. And St. Louis PR should have been like, hey, we there's like there's just a nasty, disgusting thing going on right now. If you're asked about this, just like, please say something that is at least shows some respect to the player into the situation. And of course, that didn't happen, or at least he it did happen and, and Berube decided to go the other way with it. Like you can still use that opportunity if you're Craig Berube to say, none of this should be happening, but I still hate what Nazem Kadri did. And I still think that he should be punished for what he did, even though that's, I, I don't believe that. I, I think it was incidental, but you could still go at Kadri, but Ash, but also do the right thing and, and say to, the fans and you said fans i'd see fans pretty loosely just people that are willing to jump on board and and be mm. disgusting vile human beings but to say hey there's no place for this if you're a part of this uh please stop like that's that would be as simple as it, as it gets for Barube. but of course he stayed in his bubble and i think it's his fault but it's also the people around him failing him as well yeah those the fans just as a general the, the ones who are getting involved in this sort of thing you have to give your head a shake to those people there's no reason for them to be doing any of that sort of stuff omar you bring up a really good point there have been time the wild thing about you saying that there have been times where people getting kind of stuck within the confines of the game and not considering stuff beyond that we have more serious examples of that from this season and it's sometimes sometimes I feel as if not enough people have learned their lessons about what has transpired 
pretty much over the last 12 months, whether it's Chicago or Montreal or anything like that. So not to say that, I mean, look, I, I think Craig Brewery should have taken this very seriously. The St. Louis Blues should have taken this very seriously. Fans of the Blues or just fan or just whoever is doing these comments, go touch grass or something. Like, I just think it's just absolutely abhorrent that you would just take time out of your day to do this. I get this is the playoffs and we get super into it, but to get to a point where you just want to throw insults at somebody that way, uh, and, and put threats on them. And people seem to not think that threats online uh, could be taken seriously. They absolutely should. Uh, but I, 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 all in all, man, I, I agree with everyone here. It's absolutely stupid I say and just really thing? disappointing. Of course you can. Yeah. Um, the Hockey Diversity Alliance put out that video a couple months back uh, just showing like uh, the tip of the iceberg of some of the responses, comments that they've received over the years, Nazem Kadri was in that video, and we also yes, he was. saw some examples as well. So, for those who at the time were maybe saying, "Oh, it's not that bad," oh, it's just kind of like, we're just blowing out of proportion. Here you go. And to Sam's point, is Kadri the only person who has, you know, been on on the wrong side of collisions when it comes to players or whatever? No. Has or uh, do the rest of the do the rest of those situations turn to death threats or racial remarks? This is why this stuff is important. This is why the hockey diversity alliance is important. This is why it's 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 brave and courageous for players like Kadri and, and Wayne Simmons and Akeem Aliyev who have who have you know taken to the players tri- tribune to get people to understand their experiences and that this isn't just a a one off. And again, this is just for the professional players you're playing right now. When you think of players who are trying to grow up in hockey at this moment, there are many conversations about this. Again, Wayne Simmons at the beginning of the, of the, beginning of the season said, I don't know if I'm going to put my kids into hockey. Not from money, not from time, from safety. And so, so when it comes to moments like this where you can have a person who has a pretty – strong presence in an organization as a head coach when you have an opportunity to say this isn't okay and this is why for him not to do it and again just to do the whole no, no comment thing that speaks volumes and at least that's on to that the other part about this whole situation that i find that, that i found uncomfortable watching from beginning to end is that the person who had to bring this to light was akima Lou. yep like that it was Again, another player of color who had to take this on. And the closest thing we've gotten to condemnation from anyone in the Blues organization or frankly from any other player is David Perron calling it unfortunate, which I think is a massive understatement. Like unfortunate doesn't even begin to cover what's happening here. And it just, it makes me think like, you know, we had the player walk out during the bubble for Black Lives Matter. And we heard all these statements about how you know, this is something that's important to them. They've they've got to figure out ways to address this. And, you, you know, this is one of the prime examples where one of your players is being specifically racially targeted and it's silence other than from Akeem Lee. And I think that's embarrassing. What was the point of the walkout? Like, what did you learn? So far, I've seen nothing. That's, 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 and that's the point I was trying to make earlier. I feel as if that there were lessons that, and I say last 12 months, you can even extend it back 24 months around the pandemic from George Floyd lessons that should have been learned from a number of players and personnel around the National Hockey League and even to media as well that have not been retained. 
So yeah, I, I think you make a very good point in that. Maybe we could have seen more support for for Nazim, and who knows how that will change heading into after this game or, or after their next game or or in the next few days. Who knows? But I, I, I am a bit disappointed. I think that's a very good point to bring up as well. There isn't that much support coming up for Nazem Khantri. I understand that this is coming off of a controversial play, but nobody likes to see anyone in the NHL get threats like that. So why can't we have people just make the point in supporting Nazem Khantri? Um, Yeah, I'm glad that we were able to have uh, this conversation about that because, it, it, we, you know, here at Zone Time, we don't avoid that sort of stuff. Uh, so yeah, I think we all made some really good points, uh, a bit of a tough transition to go from this series to just kind of mentioning either some of the other teams or some of the other things going on here. We're going to try to do that as best as we can. Uh, I understand with this podcast being out on the Tuesday, uh, this comes after game four of Tampa, Florida. Uh, so we don't know as if you're listening to this, uh, who won game four, it is entirely possible that Tampa Bay lightning might have swept the Florida Panthers. But I still think it's enough to talk about how the Florida Panthers are in the hole that they're in and the Tampa Bay Lightning are as good. Uh, I, I guess I kind of have to bring up the Leafs again here. And sorry, I, I really, <clears throat> yeah, I really tried not to. And I ended up bringing up the Leafs as much as I did. It is my fault. I, I really did. But I bring them up only because, you know, Omar, do you feel any better knowing that the Lightning are disposing of the Panthers the way that they are? Oh, 100%. And here's the thing. Um, I know a lot of people will say that's a loser energy. That's a loser mentality. This is why you never went around. And you know what? You're right. You're 100% right. However, <laughs> com- however, comma, I listen, man. Listen, okay? Because this is, this is how my brain is processing it. Whether it's right or not, whatever. So we have the Leafs who took, in air quotes, the, you know, the Tampa Bay Lightning to seven games. They could have finished it in six, didn't, lost in game seven. So that's why I put took in air quotes. Um, and again, they, you know, they, they had to fight, they had to battle. It's a tough game, tough game. Uh, Tampa Bay win, wins the series. And now I'm just watching a team get clapped every single team. <laughs> who, who Why not, did you use clapped? Because listen, <laughs> hey, man, yo. they don't have they don't have Braden Point. I don't think Nikita Kucherov is healthy, but they're winning anyway. Corey Perry scoring. What does he have? Like three goals in three games or something like that. Corey mm-hmm. Perry is going off. Ross Colton is still Ross Colton. Listen, man, you want to talk about ending a series? Ross Colton ended the series. Wait, what it was like 0.9 seconds left in regulation. That man, that, that, that was my, the series right there. Too. That, that was, was my thought series. too. I was like, that killed him. That that right there. And now, and now Florida, they're just like they're they're grasping for straws. They don't know what to do. So what do they do? And again, this can be we don't we don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Tomorrow, you know, maybe they win a game. Okay, we're going to game five or whatever. But they have gone to their Lord and Savior Joe Thornton to try <laughs> to try to win, try to to try to win the series. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, I don't know about that. Especially that you're sitting at Anthony Declare, I don't know about that. So it looks, so it just looks, it, it it looks interesting. So would I feel better if if um, Florida was was swept? Hundred percent. Does it make sense? Probably not. But hey, that's just my, that's just me. Okay. All right. Uh, anyone else want to add on to? to I mean, it, to, it, 
Go it's ahead. possible Joe Thornton was the only one who got a decent night of sleep, so that's why he's in the lineup. But uh, <laughs> again, unconfirmed. No, no allegations being thrown. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. I don't think it matters. I, I think Florida kind of knows what's up. I think uh, the Lightning even said it. I think Stamkos said something around along the along the lines, excuse me, of we know what to do. I mean so simplistic but they couldn't say it better they do know what to do it was pretty obvious that they knew what to do in game two when they all just laid down in front of shot after shot after shot went to the dressing room and back dressing room and back they know how to win playoff games and they know how to outclass an inferior opponent the florida panthers are an inferior opponent and the leafs it should make leaf fans feel better because you were right there you probably should have beat what is an unbelievable hockey team, an unbelievable remember, hockey team that might get a week off, can recharge, can reset the batteries and probably win this thing again. But remember if ifs and buts were cookies and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas. We would. Sam, uh, do you have any thoughts on the, uh, the Panthers getting clapped in every game? Apparently. I like how you've managed to work in clapped and also ifs and buts. It's just very relevant to this team right now. Yeah, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I confer allegedly, allegedly. Can we please sprinkle allegedly all over this, please? Because we don't Andy, know. Andy Slater said his quote unquote strip club sources who are the best hey, in the yo. confirmed it, and it is true. He said it is absolutely I'm just saying, true. no, Julian. Julian's like, you know, when family food, when like when uh, when like someone has like a like a non PG answer, and Steve Harvey just like loses his mind. That's Julian, right? He's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> for, for context here, there are social media. There are reports going around social media that uh, members of the Florida Panthers were caught at a strip club late at night up until Wait, like what? The early hours. What do you, you think we're doing this? Wait, what did you think we were talking about? Yeah, what were all these jokes about to you? What do you think? You didn't know? No, I'm so glad we got to see Omar find that out in Oh my god. Yeah, that's that's what we were talking about. Wait, pause. Wait, that's why you said there were more. Yes. No, I was trying to be funny. Well, I thought you were making a joke. It was funny. And again, these are these are like there's there's been some unconfirmed stuff we don't know if that's legit it's just something that's just kind of gone out on the internet and since we're a show that lives on the internet it's easy for us to hop hockey on that twitter stuff thing. but hockey twitter thing but like yeah like can i just say something here though unless it's proven that like that night out directly affects like the product on the ice or players getting scratched i don't care you're there are they're off the clock if you want to go do extracurricular activities, do you? Congratulations. Like, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just funny now because we made all the jokes to it the way that we did. And Omar had no clue and he made the no best idea. one of all of us. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I will I, say, <laughs> if, 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 if it's true, I'd Allegedly. be pretty pissed off if I was Bill Zito who just spent the la- the next two first round picks and it, like, are they three years without a first round pick? They don't a lot into the until... season, and uh, yeah. the white flag was maybe waved. Uh, I have a question. I, I, so I want to take, take Julian's hat for a second. Uh, yeah, Sam sure. King, did Claude Giroux make a mistake? Yes. Because, because before the season, right, everyone was like, oh, Claude Giroux on Colorado would look sick. And he was like, no, I'm only going to wave for Florida. Should have waited for Colorado. Yeah. 
Very good point. That although Lekkinen, like Arturi Lekkinen knows that a thing or two good. about scoring big goals yeah. in the playoffs. He mm-hmm. definitely knows that. So, I mean, could be. I, I, I don't know though. I mean, Claude Giroux. I mean, he would have looked really good in Colorado right now. Really good. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's get away from the strip club sources for a moment here. <laughs> That's Sam. So are funny. you? Sam, are you aware of the bet that we made on Zone Time last week? No, I missed that. Okay, so uh, for the Carolina Rangers series, uh, so Avery was here in your place. Myself, Omar, and Avery, we all picked the Rangers to beat the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, while we were talking about the Rangers, Omar decided to get into one of his many rambles about high school musical uh just found a way to shoehorn in some uh some references karth oh, is the yeah. only one of all of us who said uh he's picking the carolina hurricanes to win if the rangers win he will watch one of the three high school musical movies uh, as, as a as a sidebar how innocent is omar high school musical references had no idea we were talking about <laughs> that is hilarious i that is very true i i have i am i am a i am a little kid i have i'm a kid mentality sometimes and not gonna lie man i was screaming like a little kid when when uh when the rangers pulled pulled off that win because like if they went man man i was uh, watching that game and i was like oh geez oh no i think it was like 2-1 with like like 12 minutes left um and then like chris Kreider has the open net and misses i was like man listen okay you want to hear the damage i'm sorry bring back to the leafs the damage, damage. if if that was the Leafs, I'm like, they lost. Right? I'm like, watch, they're going to score one, two, tie the game, losing overtime. But see, that, I guess there's a difference between watching the Leafs and not the Leafs. By the way, uh, if the Rangers win that series and Justin follows through on his word to watch High School Musical, I'm coming. Avery says he's coming. Omar's coming. Sam, are you coming? You can bring Baby yeah. Sloan too. Absolutely. Yes. All right. I love High Justin. School Musical. Oh, I, gotta su- okay. I have to submit a written review to Avery. Yes. That also has to happen too. Uh, Sam, do you do you have a ranking of the three High School Musical movies? I have to rewatch them. I don't have one off the top of my head. That's fair because Omar very quickly said one, three, two, one, three, like two. no hesitation. <laughs> I was going to say three, one, two, but before you can ask, wow, oh, third. <laughs> you I know. Hit that. You look at Omar's chest, bro. You guys got to come up with a consensus if the Rangers win. Gotta, Don't worry. We're, we're the, I think, I I think the first one. I think Not the out. first one. It's a I good base. Yeah. yeah, you could you could get that going. But it's yeah. it look. It, it's out there in the universe. If the Rangers pull off this win, we're all pulling up at the Cuthbert residence to watch <laughs> High School Musical with yeah. him. As he we'll goes all be in it together. Time. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. We'll break free into his house. We'll uh, uh, go Rangers! Uh, I'm actually cheering for it now. Go Rangers! Let's go. I don't know if you want to break free at anybody's house, Omar. We That's ain't fair. trying to do that. That's you know, fair. leave the door open. We'll leave the door. <laughs> yes, please. At the very yeah. least, we're not trying to get in trouble. Trying to get into to the Cuthbert Manor. Okay. Yeah. All right. But anyway, but like, yeah, like, but back to that game, like, Shosturkin, man. Shosturkin. He's, he's a vast candidate for a reason. He's back. Yeah. Yep. Like that's this. The Shosturkin we're seeing now is what I expected to see in round one. And it was kind of like up and down, but like if he plays like this the rest of the way around, man, it's man the Rangers are looking good. Rangers can I can good. I bring up one thing that I should have brought up during the uh, Battle of Alberta segment? Actually, um, I mean no disrespect by this 
there's this photo going around of uh, the uh, women and girlfriends of the of both teams in the Battle of Alberta wearing these uh, Lag jackets. jackets. I don't care for them. <laughs> I don't think they look that nice. I hope I'm not a hater. I just wanted that to be known. Uh, I, I didn't. Don't think they I actually didn't think the Oilers jackets could get worse after the first round because they were like orange. They have more they of have different ones per round. They had different ones what? in the first round. They were they were Oilers orange and like kind of like a waffly kind of fabric. Oh That's what gosh. it looked like. And I actually think okay. the second round one somehow managed to be worse. Okay. Uh, I, I don't get the appeal of letting everyone know that you're so and so's wife or girlfriend, but I don't know. I could be on an island on that one. Yo, the comments are crazy. You, you and Tessa Virtue, who was the Leafs wife, who refused to wear, wear one of them. Oh, that's oh, true. I, that that's is true. the most unsurprising thing ever. That is hilarious. He should be wearing her, he should be wearing her jacket. Yo, yeah. it's, that's very true. Uh, Morgan mm-hmm. Riley is uh, Mr. Tessa Virtue. Yep. Bless up to you Tessa us of the Scott Moore Tessa Virtue shipping we've been putting out for years. But you know what? Good on you, Morgan, I guess. Mr. Mr. I- Tessa Virtue. I feel like Tessa just steers clear of Scotiabank Arena entirely. Has she been like, maybe oh, she was there, but I, I, I feel like that wouldn't be her, her thing. She posted a photo of her with the with like a bunch of the other okay. wives and girlfriends, but she was not in a jacket. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, anyway, I just wanted that said. I just kind of feel like a random comment, but like I, I did kind of miss it. Please don't cancel this show. This the Flames ones are aggressive. Show. Aggressive. They're, they're very like the, the, the little like cowboy thing. Yeah. The tassels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, no, 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 yeah. Hey, man. And, and when it comes time for that, Connor McDavid is as far as he is the playoffs. It comes time for the NHL awards. Can you imagine Jack Johnson defending against Connor McDavid? Is Jack it's Johnson? Sam Gerard injury's big. Jack yeah, Johnson's Jack playing because Johnson. Gerard's season's done. Yeah. It's sternum. Gerard's, Gerard's sternum. Man. Yeah, we might get a Remember? Johnson and Johnson pairing. Was it this? Was it this season or last season when like the Avalanche and the Vegas were in an outdoor game, and then like Pierre Tangelo was, uh, was last year, so he was mic'd up, and then like McKinnon was like was like that, <laughs> like McKinnon was like charging at him. He was like, oh boy, that's Jack Johnson like every single shift. Like although like <laughs> although a McCar McCar McDavid matchup would be sick to watch. Oh man. oh oh come on, that is. Like I want a photo of what of them like together on the ice and like I just want to marvel at it. I'm telling you, an Edmonton Colorado conference final. I mean, look, I think most people pick Colorado and and uh, and and Calgary, but Edmonton Colorado would be very very fun. I really want it now. I really do. All right, let's go to do it for zone time this week. Uh, I think we've discussed enough. We've caused enough trouble. Uh, in the hockey world we'll be back next week with more opportunities uh, to cause trouble in the hockey twitter world great conversations as always thank you sam thank you omar thank you cuff uh subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts subscribe to the yahoo sports nhl youtube page there's also some great fun stuff there a uh, brand new episode of the yahoo sports hockey podcast with uh, justin cuthbert and uh, hey me uh, should be out by now uh so uh, be sure to check that out as well
Uh, We'll be back next week. Peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.